Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. This is going to be a little nutrition nerdy for you, but it is a PSA about carbohydrates because I'm on TikTok and I'm also on Instagram. And I also see so many people talk about doing things like keto, cutting carbs to see quick weight loss. And I am here to tell you, my friend, carbs are not the enemy. Carbs are not the enemy and how cutting carbs and avoiding carbs and being low carbs could completely sabotage your hormone health along with <laughs> along with making you feel not so great. Carbs are the source of joy. <laughs> if you get one thing out of this episode, you you guys know this, but let's truly talk about carbohydrates and why we love carbs. Gorgeous gorgeous girls eat carbs, gorgeous, gorgeous girls are not afraid of carbohydrates because carbs are our body's main source of energy. Carbohydrates help our hormone, hormones. And you guys know how I feel about all things that are supportive of our hormone health and low carb could really impact the flow of your hormones. Why? Because oftentimes low carb means cutting out foods that are carbohydrates and carbohydrates have good quality sources of fiber. And if we are not eating enough fiber in our diets, we are not eliminating our digestion could be backed up and not eliminating the excess estrogen. And excess estrogen in our body has the potential to cause a lot of period problems, a lot of the negative side effects and symptoms of imbalanced hormones come from excess estrogen. And if we are not having healthy digestion and plenty of fiber in our diets, aka coming from carbohydrates, my friend, it could just start a domino effect of a lot of other things going on, right? And I also want you to note that Carbs are essential for muscle recovery. So carbohydrates are very important for us ladies. Cutting carbs, and I get why people do it, okay? I get why people do it, and I get why it's so trendy because when you cut carbs, you often see a drastic change in water weight right away. That's why, so carbs bind with water. And that's why, you know, like the day after Thanksgiving, if you were to step on the scale in the morning, have your Thanksgiving meal and step on the scale the next day, likely you will see an increase in weight. But we know that that weight is not body fat. You did not gain three pounds of fat in a single day. That weight is held from excess 
carbohydrate consumption, which means your body held on to extra water. And so the reverse happens. And it is a mind F. It's going to be a mind F for you because if you drop carbs and then you see like a quick two pound weight loss and then another quick three pound weight loss, you're just going to be like, oh my gosh, well, this is so good for me. This is so good for my body. I'm losing so much weight so quickly by cutting out carbohydrates. But like I mentioned, that is not body fat. And most of us who are on a weight loss journey, we're not necessarily saying, I want to just lose weight. It's the drop of body fat percentage that is the overall outcome, right? So why would you just go at this approach that isn't helping your body burn fat necessarily? It's helping, it's eliminating excess water weight, right? And so I want to just indicate to you that carbohydrates are important for our overall health, for our hormones, for our digestion, which aids in the elimination of things like estrogen. And we need that for healthy, supportive hormone cycles. So how much carbs do you need to be eating? Because it is that balance of eating enough carbohydrates so your body uses it for energy, so your body is using it for the things that it needs like muscle recovery and hormone health. But yes, excess carbohydrates, too much carbs, does turn into fat storage. Our body takes excess carbohydrates and turns it into stored fat reserves, right? So how do you know how much carbohydrates you should be eating? And that stems from knowing how much that how much you're intaking and then seeing how you feel, seeing how your body responds, taking note of that and then also taking into account your activity. There's a lot of things that go into factoring how much how much carbohydrates your body needs. And that's why working with somebody one-on-one is super beneficial because you can get into a groove. You don't necessarily have to count exact measurements or proportions or grams or whatever it is. You can definitely take into account like what kind of carbohydrates positively process in your body by getting the feedback that you need. We talked about in the weight loss series about being a scientist of your own body. It's the same with knowing like how much carbs and how much fiber should I be eating in a personal day? And sometimes you do have to take account, take in the information, take note of the information, and then see how your body responds. But in a range is 45 to 65% of daily calories should come from carbohydrates. Now, depending on if your body needs like 45% range or 65% range, it just really kind of depends on what is best for you and how you go about discovering that is bringing awareness to what carbs you are eating how much you are eating, how you are feeling, and then the information that your body gives back to you. I have my nutrition book out here because I wanted to share some exact numbers because I know when it's like, okay, you gave me that range of like 45 to 65% of daily calories from carbohydrates. I would just really kind of encourage you to take it meal by meal. 
And you guys have heard me talk about the 2B mindset before, and I really do love her approach to the plate it method of, and also the um, guidance of the my plate where it's looking at each individual meal, having healthy, healthy, complex carbohydrates, protein and fat sources at every single meal and eating enough to feel full and adequate and satisfied so then we're not constantly dealing with blood sugar spikes all the time. I know a couple of my clients have talked about how when they eat carbs, they just feel so low energy and they don't understand like, okay, well, I thought carbs are my quick source of energy and they are. And when they're not consumed with things like healthy fats and protein, that can lead to high blood sugar spikes. And that's going to lead us into talking about glycemic index because not every carbohydrate is created equally and digests the same. Like a bagel digests is a, car- is a carbohydrate, and it digests completely different than broccoli, right? But if you pair some of those like simple carbohydrates, like the bagel or high glycemic carbohydrates with protein and fat and more fiber, you can help slow down and um, settle the blood sugar spike that comes with just eating a donut. And you've heard me give that example before of when I do cinnamon roll Sundays with my family, I used to just be like, oh, I'm going to have coffee and cinnamon roll because the cinnamon roll is high in sugar and calories and all of that, but I wasn't feeling good. I was literally eating it and then like an hour and a half later wanting something else to eat. So then I started eating my cinnamon roll with eggs and with fruit and found that, yeah, the cinnamon roll is more of a simple carbohydrate, is high on the glycemic index, but when I paired it with healthy fat and protein and fiber from fruit or or, uh, veggie scramble or whatever it is I was doing, I stayed full fueled and satisfied, which led to me eating a healthy, well-rounded meal at the next one and the next one, instead of being like blood sugar spike falling down, blood sugar spike falling down, right? So I know that this episode has been kind of bouncing around a little bit and we've talked about fiber and I just really want to encourage you not to fear the food's specifically fruits and vegetables of any kind because they're too high in sugar or they're a carb or blah, 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 blah. Because fruits and vegetables, leafy plant-based foods are high in fiber, which fiber is so good for us and so necessary. And so with fiber, another thing you could be doing and tracking and taking note of is how much fiber are you eating each day? It is recommended that we get 21 to 38 grams of fiber per day. And it it depends, you know, for some 38 grams of fiber may be way too much and that might lead to some digestive issues. And for others, like 21 is good, And for others, 21 is too low. So it's really kind of just playing around with. But if you're eating fruits and or vegetables at each meal, you're probably going to be hitting naturally your daily intake of fiber. Okay. And it is, it's, so our suggested intake for fiber is 21 to 38 grams. It is 
um, talked about that most adults in the United States get only 12 to 18 grams of fiber in their daily in their daily diet. So increasing fiber, you may see some really positive changes to your digestion, to your overall health, to your energy, your mood, and and all of that that happens by eating more fruits and vegetables by just simply increasing more fruits and vegetables at every meal and some foods that are really high in fiber. I'll run through our peas, Brussels sprouts, artichokes, broccoli, black beans, blackberries, lentils, pears, lima beans, avocado, raspberries, and then looking at pastas and breads that also have high fiber intake. So when you're looking at bread and pastas and things like that, think of it as a one, a 10 to one ratio. Alana Molstein in To Be Mindset calls this fiber-filled carbohydrates. So if there is 20 grams of carbohydrates per serving, you want it to have at least two grams of fiber, two grams or more, following that one or 10 to one rule. So if it has 10 grams of carbohydrates, hopefully there is at least one gram of fiber or more. If there is 40 grams of carbohydrates, hoping you see four or more grams of carbohydrates for that serving size. So that kind of just depends on, is it pasta? Excuse me. Is it pasta we're talking about? Is it bread we're talking about? It just really kind of varies. But I do still want to encourage you guys not to fear carbs, to know that carbs have a lot of positive impact on your body, especially when it comes to fruits and vegetables and high fiber filled carbohydrates. I would really encourage you to look at the types of spaghetti and pastas and breads that you are using in the day to day to make sure that they are fiber filled as well. And when you are eating a meal, just remember to be well well rounded in the balance of carbohydrates, healthy fats, and protein and fiber at every single meal. And if you can break it down by that, by meal by meal, you will then start seeing how your energy, your mood, and emotion is sustained from eating complex carbs and also have a good, healthy um, blood sugar balance with each meal. So you're not just eating a donut and then being like, how come I'm hungry four seconds later? Oh, then I'm going to run and get this and then I'm going to get that. And even when I eat fruit by itself, I will notice that I do not stay full very long on just a snack of fruit alone. Like just eating an apple does not keep me that full. Yes, the apple does have fiber, but because it's not paired with anything else. So I truly do like having my carbohydrates paired with healthy fats and protein, not just by themselves, right? And then another thing that I wanted you to maybe try out and there hasn't been a ton of research done on this, but I have heard other health experts talk about if you start your meal with your protein-based 
food first, you can see a lesson in blood sugar spike. Now, the only way to really track that and know if it is true for you is if you wear a blood glucose monitor and you track it that closely. You track not only what foods you are eating, but what foods you ate first and then take a look at how your blood sugar spikes after each meal or in between each meal. I haven't gone into that extensive of looking into it at this time. I feel like I don't need to, but I've I've been trying it out and just being like, okay, well, I'm going to start with eating, you know, half of my protein and then go to my carbohydrates and see how if it does impact me staying fuller, longer, feeling more satisfied, I can't necessarily say if I notice an impact on me, but there has been people that wear a blood glucose monitor and track it in that detail, and they have found that if they consume their protein first and then their carbohydrates, that their blood sugar spike isn't as great as when they eat the eat the carb first followed by the protein and then the healthy fat and whatnot but if you're not even eating well-rounded good healthy meals like with vegetables and fruit and protein and carbs at each and every single healthy fats included in that at each meal that is the first place to start my friend do not fear carbs gorgeous gorgeous girls do not feel our carbs. We love carbs. We know that they are a key source for our body's energy, helps with our hormones. Low carb could impact how our hormones are fluctuating. It is essential for muscle recovery if you are somebody who is weight training, wanting to maintain muscle while losing body fat, and knowing that when people are like, oh my god, I lost so much weight on keto in the first two weeks, you are smarter You are smarter than to fall for this BS of knowing they did not lose body fat. They did not lose that much body fat miraculously from keto. What their body is doing is it's not holding on to water, right? And when it's not holding on to water, yeah, you'll, you'll see a dip. But the second that carbohydrates start getting introduced back into their regimen and their diet, guess what's gonna happen? Their body is going to respond to those carbohydrates and the cutting carbs can slow down a lot of our body's processes that we need to burn body fat. You know, when we're talking about metabolic flexibility, this is another thing I could rant on. Metabolic flexibility isn't just your body using your body, excess body fat as energy storage. Yes, that is one part of metabolic flexibility. The other part is it switches from using body fat to carbohydrates that are consumed through our foods and then back into burning fat as fuel. Metabolic flexibility is the ability for your body to do both. And without the presence of carbohydrates... Your body isn't metabolically flexible, which suppresses the metabolism, which increases over time your body's resources and will send your body into holding on to excess weight once carbs are reintroduced back into your system. So 
Here is my debunking podcast episode on carbohydrates. My friend, you don't have to fear it. Carbs are not the enemy. You do want to pay attention to how much carb carbohydrates and what carbohydrates are you eating? How are you feeling? Are you seeing the progress that you want to see towards your goals? Are you enjoying the carbohydrates that you're eating? Because trust me, I pick and choose. Like I'm the type of girl who's like not a huge pasta fan. Like I can kind of skimp on pasta. I actually don't even make pasta that often for family meals because it's just not my favorite but I love sandwiches I love wraps and there are many times where I've even looked at you know instead of using a tortilla that is like a white flour tortilla no fiber I found these pitas to make my wraps in and guess what a pita pocket is so much easier to fill and wrap and seal than a tortilla and it has more fiber i get the joseph's brand i really love it just throw chicken and all kinds of veggies in there and some sauce and heat it up on a pan or on like some type of press and it's like a panini and it is so good sourdough bread paninis my jam i absolutely love them so i pick and choose especially my complex or my um, simple carbohydrates and i take i eat what's worth it and i leave what's not right but i've gotten into a good balance especially with following the to be mindset played it method of knowing that i like putting carbohydrates especially at lunch and breakfast for me and kind of cooling it, keeping it veggie and protein focused at dinner time. It works well for me and my body, especially when I am in weight loss mode, okay? So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like these nutrition nerd type of episodes, take a screenshot, post it up in your stories, and don't forget to show me the love in February. I would love, 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 love for you to leave me a rating and review on Apple iTunes. And if you've already left one in the past, you can, you can leave more than one, and that would be super awesome to me. Tell me what your favorite episodes are to listen to, and it really does help the podcast out so much when you rate, review it, and also share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag me, and I will talk to you next time, my friend. Before you go, my friend, will you do me a huge favor? Will you leave the podcast a rating and review i would appreciate that so much and it helps the growth of this podcast more than you know all you have to do is click the in the app that you are listening to this on click the show scroll down you'll see stars tap that five stars scroll down a little bit more and it'll say write a review and writing a review means so much to me helps me so so much I'm going to be doing giveaways exclusively for those of you who leave reviews on the podcast show. And if you can't do that, if you've already done that, you can do it again. But if you can't do that because you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, the next best thing you can do is take a screenshot, share it up in your stories, make sure that you tag me and the Feminine Fitness Podcast Instagram Doing that would mean so much to me. It supports the podcast. It lets me know what episodes that you are liking and that you are liking the episodes that I am sharing. So it really means so much. Thank you for taking the time to do that and I will talk to you next time.